Get ready for the world's greatest Arsenal podcast. Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Guns and Yellow Ribbons. My name is Fergus, I'm your host. I am joined tonight by uh, some of the guys and we're going to look ahead to the game and the lineups uh, starting um, for the Wolves game. Um, I'm joined all the way from uh, Boston, Massachusetts, as they say, uh, by Mike Gongalves, Boston Ozil, as he's commonly known on this website, on this um, uh, podcast. Uh, I'm joined by our Turkish Ozil, Mem. And Big Steve, um, I do hope you enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. If you do, uh, follow us, um, and like us, click the bell on YouTube and everything else. Boston, how are you? I'm well. Thanks for the invite again. I'm glad I was able to make it. And uh, good evening, afternoon, depending on where you are, uh, boys. It's always good to good to chat with it's you guys. E- it's evening here because I've got a beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I don't think the time matters for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there, there, there is a, there is an element. Of that. The, the big question it. is, the big question, uh, Mike, is when are you going to start taking those um, Bob the Builder toys out of the back and start playing with them? Is if the if the mm. conversation really goes goes south, are you going to start playing with the toys in the background? That's what I do before we go live. I didn't think you were going to break the secret, but appreciate that. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> normally when Arsenal's you, playing, normally when Arsenal's playing and it's not going well, they end up all over the floor. I get yeah, check your toys out. around the room. <laughs> Steve, how you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm I'm well. I'm not I'm not too bad. Thanks. Good to be back. Okay. Good to be back. Yeah, good to be back on. And Mem, uh, I dragged you kicking and screaming onto this one, uh, but but you're here. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, um, too many Urzels, mate. Yeah, one, two. Yeah, too many. We need to get. Yeah, one's too yeah. much. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't make nearly as much as the real one, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Listen, we're going to look. We're going to briefly look back at the um, the mold game. Um, and then we'll look ahead to what we think the potential lineups are for uh, the Wolves game. Um, and what our, our predictions are. But one thing before we even start on that, it's a year on since Emery got sacked. And the question was posed by Johnny from the North Bank in our in our WhatsApp group. Have we moved forward from a year ago? Mike, go first. Um, I think we have because the team I felt had given up on Emery. Uh, in terms of the team itself i mean we've made some signings i think that's a step in the right direction there's still a lot of players that we need to get rid of but i would say from a organizational perspective we're i think we're past the phase of arsenal looking stretched of arsenal getting beat on the counter of arsenal's players chasing back constantly and our defensive uh line being exposed time after time i think we're finally past that phase but with that focus on the defensive aspect and the uh, organization off the ball we've almost handcuffed ourselves going forward because of it hopefully it, okay. we we shift away from it sooner rather than later but as a whole i would say yes we've moved forward maybe not a substantial step forward but i think it's a step we're still on we're going in the right direction okay steve i pose the same question to you have we <coughs> moved forward yeah i think so i think we can't 
we can't just stress and you know stress too much on league position and what's going on in the pitch. I think getting rid of people like Raul out the club. Um, I think having a couple of big transfers come in, you know, in Partey and Gabriel. Um, I think things. I know we obviously got Pepe the year before, but I just think. I think yeah, we're, we're moving forward. Arteta is doing, you know, trying to build something, and he's starting with the defense. We're not getting hit like we used to. We're not getting four or five, you know, Villa aside. We're not getting, we're not getting battered, you know, most weeks, um, as Mike touched on. Um, and I, I think yeah, I think things happening behind the club, different people coming in and out. Um, I think all that taken into account, as well as what's going on in the pitch, I think, I think we're definitely in a better position than we were when, when Emery got sacked. Mem, um, we have had the conversation a few times. I know you're a big fan of uh, Arteta and you think he's doing the right thing. I type of half answered the question, but what do you, what do you think? You, you think we've improved, don't you? I think, I think both guys are sort of alluding towards the right direction. You, all your points are sort of valid. It, it, it's, it's a gradual process. I, I think it's a little bit, bigger than that just on the pitch and everything and I've, I've said to you on a number of occasions the players that we per se have in the team in the squad at present are clearly not the guys that are gonna get us back to where we want to be but when I say what, what I mean by um I think it runs deeper I think we've touched on it um you know right to the rock, very core the, the, the right sort of root foundation of the club I, I think it's trying to implement a winning uh disciplined, hungry mentality, you know, to work for one another. When Emery was there, I don't know what you guys thought of it, but it became embarrassing to watch us, okay? It was, um, apart from him not being able to communicate very well, he just had no clear idea of what he wanted to do from one week to the next week, yeah? Mikel Arteta has a very clear idea and very clear plan of what he wants for Arsenal Football Club, okay? I myself have got carried away with it because I'm, I'm just an optimistic soul by, by, by nature, yeah? And a big, big Arsenal fan. Um, it's clearly going to take a little bit longer than what I'd hoped and what we probably all hoped for, yeah? We still have too many... I'm not going to name all the names that get named all the time, but aside from the obvious ones... We still have, we get carried away. We get carried away when Elneny puts in a performance against Man United. He's like a really average player, guys, you know, a really average player. And yeah, I get yeah, all, I, I, I don't all this have about that. the water carrier and everything. I get it. But when I think about the players that we've had in his position in the past, oh. Yeah. So all I'm saying is it's he's 100% on the right track, yeah? The man is driven. He's hungry. He wants what's best for this football club. He's gradually weeding it. Just the way he's dealt with Ozil, the way think, he dealt I with Guendouzi, it's no nonsense. Mem, Sorry, Mem, I, think, I, think, I think I think you, yeah, you, you, you'll just go and just uh, you'll wind him up like a Duracell dummy. Um, but I think you said it to me very, very well and put it very well. With Gabriel, with Party, um, Abamyang yeah. to a certain degree, and, and Leno and Goal, we're, we're building what we didn't have under Emery and what we lacked uh, in the latter years of Wenger, which was a spine to the team. And I think Spine, foundation, footings, it's going to be a gradual process. We have become harder to play against. Yes, we've lost a little bit of our edge going forward. 
but it, you know it, it 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 grows and you know steve's touched on it mike's mentioned it a couple of lads in the whatsapp group have also mentioned it yeah we we do lack a creative player i, I know we do but you know there are other ways of scoring goals and this is the easiest way we don't put nearly enough crosses into the box i watched leeds the other night against everton man they were electric play a really simple game a really simple game you know they win the ball they break fast I think they're 34 shots, Leeds. And 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 that's what Leeds Leeds would do. And that's what we saw. They did it against us the other day. They just pummel people's nets all the time. But Listen, to the degree let, we were doing that, Ferg, up until the Leicester game that we should have got something out of, the Villa game was an abomination. We were piss poor. The first half against Leeds, we were really, really bad again. With 10 men and with the two young lads that came on, was it Reese Nelson and um, Nelson. young Saka? Man, the entire dynamic of the team changed because they were ready to actually take the ball, brave enough to turn, look for a mate or turn and beat a man for themselves. And suddenly we're all going forward because when I watch us, it's really, really hard and frustrating at times because we go backward more than any other team in the league from an advanced position. Backward, 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 because they lack confidence, lack belief. I don't know what it is. They're just not good enough. Some of them. No, no, it's I, take I, I, time. I, it's take time. I, I, I get that, man. I get that, man. And look, a lot of those youngsters got to run out on Thursday night against Mould. Yeah. We even had Cedric on there. Uh, Mike, do you want to run down what you thought of the lineup? We had Ron Arison, Cedric, Mustafi, um, David Louise, um, Maitland-Niles, Pepe, Willock. Um, uh, Shaka, Nelson, Lacazette, and Enketia started. What did you make? What did you make of the game? And also, what about the the, the, the fact about this card happy referee? This referee who was from Bosnia, um, he had issued seventeen yellows and one red card in his three UEFA games this season already, and uh, not been one, and not 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 one card was issued in that game, Mike. Yeah, so I guess before I touch on the mold game, I just wanted to touch on what Mem had said. I, I, I'll slightly disagree in terms of uh, Emery. I think at the beginning of the season, when we went on that stretch of games where we didn't lose, we had I, I thought we had an identity. I thought Arsenal played a high-press game. Arsenal played to get down to the line, pull crosses back. I think of the game against Chelsea that we lost to Stanford Bridge, which we should have won. We missed so many chances early in that game. And I think what was the death of him was his lack of communication. He couldn't speak English very well. You see some of the training sessions, the players just seemed a bit uninterested. And I think the biggest problem was the Ozil thing. I think at PSG, anyone who's followed his career, he had issues at PSG because of the big egos. And he came to Arsenal and he met Ozil. And Ozil, I think, has a click in the dressing room which ended up burying Emery's uh, future at the club and the players just stopped playing for him. So I just wanted to share my opinion on that. Um, in terms of the game on Thursday, uh, I think that the lineup was strong. I will say, and I might get some stick for it, but I did enjoy seeing Ozil or uh, Lacazette in a deeper role. Um, I think he was involved more. I would be interesting to see if, he can play in that deeper role, kind of that false nine position with Obama Yang down the middle in front of him. Uh, will we see it or not? I don't know. But I thought the lineup looked good. But uh, again, the opposition wasn't great. The the official um, let the game play out. Uh, I think we still made some mental mistakes, some positional mistakes that we didn't pay for because the opposition wasn't that good. I, the one that comes to mind is that 
chance that the player misses maybe a yard and a half from goal and the ball ends up landing at Runerson's hands and, and he keeps it out of the net. But just those mistakes, I think, in a, against the better opposition, maybe outside of the group stage, we pay for them and then we're chasing, right? The game that we had that Leno, uh, I think, was against Rapid Vienna away where he gave up that goal and then they scored and then we ended up winning 2-1. to one. But those are the games that I think we still have mistakes in us. But against the better opposition, again, further along in the tournament, we could find ourselves in big trouble. Against the In the Premier League, it happens to us and it's a better opposition and we struggle to come back. I think now in the group stage where we're benefiting from a weaker opponent further down the line, I don't think we're going to be as fortunate if we don't fix those issues. So Steve, Arsenal have won their opening four matches in the European uh, campaign. The first time we've done that since 2005, 2006, the year we got to uh, to Paris and uh, we uh, got into the Champions League final. Um, Obviously the opposition we played against the Norwegian side have lost the last five home games uh, with English sides in, in all European competitions on an aggregate of 14 nil. So as Mike alluded to, the opposition weren't that strong. Um, and I know Trules in the chat did say that it would, um, you know, it wouldn't be a, a pleasant place to go to. They had fans in the stadium. They did create a bit of an atmosphere. It's, it's, it's almost an argument for, do you, with these small attendances they're going to be on Thursday, do you bring drums in? What did you make of the game? Um, I thought the first half was was fairly poor. We just didn't really get going. Um, it was interesting to see because I think the the lineup on paper was a four four two or a four four one one. But I don't know whether you know Lacazette just doing his his normal thing where he does drop deep. Um, but it, it was all over the place at times. I think, as Mike said, there was a lot of positional mistakes. People, you know, pulling pulling their man or you know every, everything. And there was a few comments I saw on Twitter as well. You know, what formation are we? supposed to be playing i don't think Xhaka had a great game and 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 to be honest i don't think lacazette really had a good game um the second half i just think we needed to up our up our tempo and you know luckily we did we got three good goals um but just in the second half when the kids came on i say the kids they're not kids anymore as you know you as like Trev keeps pointing like up <laughs> the chubby for the kids sorry that, that sounds yeah, so um, wrong but um <laughs> yeah so I, I i i i enjoyed the second half i really did enjoy the second half just because there was more dynamism you know when smith Rowe came on there you know there's you know him running into the box i really enjoyed balogun's goal just the, i i put in the whatsapp group when was the last time we saw a decent goal that started with a back you know man back to goal turn shoot bang been so long and so just to just to see like little elements of you know late runs into the box you know nice assist back to goal a striker his, that can that was his first ever attempt on goal yeah. when Arsenal senior a senior player and and he, and, and he scores it's brilliant how many seconds and Reece Nelson... how many seconds uh, mate 30 something 30 uh, something, 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 something like that 43 I think 43. that is isn't it remarkable He's quite rated, the lad, though, isn't he? That lad's quite rated, isn't he? He is quite rated. He he nearly left us in the summer. I think there's talk about uh, a contract sure, renewal for the guy. Uh, but let's calm down. That's what I think. We don't One want to get many all the money. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Reese Nelson, uh, all four of his goals mm. have come in different competitions Europa League, the Premier League, the FA Cup, and the League Cup. But he got a, he got a goal. And, and, and the man of the moment, I suppose, that you need to talk about well, there's two of them. There's. Um, uh, there's a Bamiang, um, you know, he, he was the last goal we played, uh, scored in in the league, I believe, uh, was Pierre Bamiang, the, the penalty at Old Trafford. Uh, off the 13 goals, we, uh, off the 
13 goals, 12 came in in the Europa League. Uh, Nicolas Pepe was directly involved in 10 of uh, the Europa League goals for Arsenal, five goals and four assists, netting on each of his last three appearances in the competition. Mem, what did you make of Pepe's performance? Um, to be fair, guys, I didn't actually see the first half. I didn't get home. I was work, uh, working quite late that evening. I, I switched on just as we scored the first goal. Yeah, so I had somewhat of a lopsided view of the game, um, but I've watched the highlights. Um, yeah, it, it, it's refreshing when the young lads, I won't call them kids, when the young lads come on, um, it is refreshing. Um, they do bring, um, they are more dynamic. Yeah, they just, just bring the sort of freshness to the team. Um, Eddie could have scored a few goals. I, I, I know he missed a few, but, you know, Eddie, I, I don't know. People well, get on him, mate. Get on, get on his back a little bit, but, he done. I find some good positions. That lad, yeah, he might be a bit of an. I keep calling him an ugly duckling footballer because he doesn't do anything <laughs> particularly really very well. Yeah. yeah, but he does remind me of a certain individual. I'm not going to name him. Yeah, because he makes great runs. He gets in good positions. If you can just add a little bit more composure to his game, the boy could potentially be, um, you know, a real goal machine. Balogun looked quite bright. Who knows? Yeah. Um, you can well nod your head, Mike, but he makes great I'm, I'm not he keeps I getting think, in there, yeah? He keeps getting in there. And he doesn't drop his head, the boy. So you have to give him, you've you got to give him a bit more chance. One thing's for sure, I think he'll 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 eventually need less chances than Lacazette to score a goal. And Lacazette, as a professional, is far further progressed, yeah? He's much older and more mature. So Don't it was a lopsided in. view for me, the Euro League. Um, I only caught the last. I caught the good bits, didn't I, lads? So go on, then, Steve. Go on, Steve. Yeah, you I, want to jump in? yeah. I think with 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 Eddie, Med, Med makes a good point. You know, he's he's constantly getting into those positions and mm. and trying to get there. I'm I'm still unsure whether or not he's going yeah. to be here for another four or five years. But at the you know, the, as Thursday especially, you look at how Lacazette performed. And how there was no urgency, there was no tempo to his game. He wasn't trying to get into the position to score, whereas Eddie wasn't. It didn't come off for him, but he was constantly trying. And that's what Eddie does. And and I think if Eddie adds to his game what Lacazette has, you know, in terms of the coming deeper, looking for the ball, you know, I mean, he's Lacazette's not been informed for the last eighteen months. We've, we all know that. But what Lacazette had before that was he would come, he would play as you know back back to the defender. He would try and hold up the ball. If Eddie can add that, then I think Eddie's got a chance of being around the squad for another four, five, six years. But I, I you know, I, I, in terms of his his effort levels and his positional play, I th I, I think he's a he's he's really decent. Mm. It's early days, like you said. The jury's out still. I get that. But he has got a chance, I feel, because he's really game and keep getting I, I, in there. So I, let's see. I think I think with Eddie, the the issue with Eddie is not necessarily his his uh, eye for goal. Um, and his pace, and he's a bit of a fox-in-the-box type player. I think the issue with Eddie is he's so slight and so small that he gets bullied out of some games, uh, especially yeah. in the Premier League. Um, Wolverhampton Wanderers, we play tonight at 7.15. I hate 7.15 football. It, it, it's great for you, Mike. You're five hours behind us. It's like the afternoon. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It works out perfectly. It just doesn't feel right. It just, just doesn't feel, feel right. It feels absolutely atrocious. Um, yeah. We've We've, you and know, in fact, our previous two outings at this hour have been pretty poor. Oh my god! <laughs> and, 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 and also, our next outing 
is 7.15 against Burnley at home. First Premier League game that some fans can go to. Um, so uh, I, I, I'm fortunate. I'm really, really I'm excited. I'm over the moon. I'm, I'm going on Thursday night, but it, it, it it's it's going to be a strange atmosphere. It's going to be a historic moment uh, Thursday night, and 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 I'll try and get capture some footage and 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 share some some moments from there when when we are on it. But um, Wolves, uh, we've lost just one of our last nineteen top flight meetings against Wolves. We won thirteen and drawn five. Um, Wolves are without a win in. Uh, their last nine league games uh, against us, um, drawn four and lost five since a victory in 1979, September 1979. And I'm sure Trevor was probably there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, the, referee, <laughs> the, referee is, uh, the referee is Michael Oliver. Uh, head to head, uh, we have had um, 58 wins, 28 draws, and we've lost uh, 30. That's out of 116 games. Looking at potential squad members, uh, squad omissions and so on, we have got Mohamed El Neni. He tested positive COVID-19 on international duty in, in Egypt. He's been cleared and returned to full training, and he's available. Uh, Kolasniak, thankfully, is not. Um, he <laughs> tested positive uh, with Bosnia and Herzegovina. Uh, he's asymptomatic, but with all the protocols and all, he's not available. Thomas Party had an injury to his left thigh uh, when he got in the Villa game on November the 8th. Um, Party is progressing with his re rehabilitation and he's returned to full training. So he's not available tonight. Pepe, we know, uh, is not available. Uh, the, the man at the moment, in, in my view, Baku uh, Saka. <laughs> Bakayo Saku, uh, Saka, Jesus, uh, was staying <laughs> the dead leg, <laughs> the dead leg <laughs> in the match against Leeds last Sunday. His return to full training has been assessed. His decision to be played on Sunday's match has yet to be made. So I would expect it'll probably be, he'll probably be on the bench. And William is the last one that um, is available, even though he had a, 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 a left calf. Um, slight injury sustained in the match against Leeds last Sunday as well. Mike, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's hope. Mike, um, thoughts on any of those players? Would you like to see Saka start? Would you like to see William start? I don't think Saka will start. I think unless he is absolutely 100%, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if Arteta uh, starts him on the bench, brings him on. I think <clears throat> I, I like him as a player, but I, I think he brings having someone like him on the bench brings a spark at some point in the game, which I think we lack at times. I think when plan a doesn't work, uh, our plan B normally doesn't work either. And having someone like him who can come off the bench and, and give us a little bit of something, uh, you know, later in the match, I think is, is beneficial to kind of lift the team. Uh, I think we saw it in the, in the last, uh, in the last Premier League match. So I wouldn't be surprised if he starts on the bench. Uh, in terms of Willian, I was really hopeful of him. I think he's dropped off a little bit in terms of performances. He, I don't know, he just seems like he seems so disconnected from the the brand of football that Arteta's trying to play. I know he came from Chelsea with a different approach, a different mindset, and I'm not sure that he's really adapted yet to our style and what Arteta's doing. But I will also say that one of the frustrations that I have with Arteta is 
there's there seems to be a constant like change in dynamic sometimes we're playing a five sometimes we're playing a three sometimes you know the three is changed sometimes the five is changed sometimes Saka plays as a wing back other times he's on the bench and that that would probably be my biggest annoyance with what he's doing is that he what about i know that he's what about trying... richard's comment on what about richard's comment on there arteta is micromanaging everything these players are playing with fear is that I don't, I don't disagree with that. And I think that goes back to what I had said earlier. I, the biggest thing for me is I understand that he needs to start at the back, right? And we need to figure out how do we, if we don't concede, we, we can't lose, right? And I get that. But he's focused so much, and this is, again, my opinion. I think that he's focused so much on our organization off the ball, which is much better than we've seen in years past. But I think he's focused so much on our organization off the ball that the way that we attack is either we attack as a block or we need an individual player to do something, you know, pull a rabbit out of a hat, right? So when we don't break on the counterattack with guys that have pace and can go at defenders, we need to go as a team. And what's happening is we're, we're only creating one or two chances per game. And if we're not 100% efficient, we don't score. And that's what I think we're seeing over the course of the last month, month and a half is – if we don't take that one or two chance that we have, that we're not going to score and it's just continuous and it keeps going. And it, I, I feel that it's because we're so focused on let's get the ball, let's move the ball and let's move up as a team that by the time we get there, right, it, it, there's just everyone's there. The team is already set back. They're in their deep block and it's very hard to break down. And then we don't have that creative guy further down the pitch that's able to pick that pass. And I think that's where we're running into issues. I, I wish that he would just release the handcuffs a little bit and let these guys just play, right? Like we know is he, what the is philosophy is. with the handbrake on then? I feel like he is. That, and I don't know what these, what Mem or yourself or, or Steve think, but that's the, that's the sense that I get from, you know, what I'm seeing. Steve? Um, what, what does Richard mean Hang by they're playing you're, by you're, fear? Yeah. <laughs> What, what he fear, of what? Their, fear of what? Their, Failure. We finished eleventh, ninth, or something last year. What are they fearful no, of? I think I, th I think what he means, and what other people mm. have alluded to, is that if Mikel Arteta is, you know, he's saying to every play, you know, stick to your position here, don't overplay the ball, don't lose, you know. You can see that Arteta is trying to play a very defensive possession-based game, but the problem is we spend so much time, you know, we could spend so much time with with the ball but do nothing with it. And I think that's because players, you know, back, you know, we go back three years ago, we had Urzils, we had, you know, Lacazette, Aubameyang, Xhaka, uh, you know, we had players trying to play ludicrous balls and sometimes they'd work, you know, work out and sometimes they wouldn't. I remember one, Granite Xhaka tried to play a ridiculous pass through to Bellerin, about 40 yard pass and it just went straight to the opposition. They countered and, and scored and everyone mm. was, you know, so I think he, he's, the players are trying to not do anything like that. I think that's what Richard means. Um, I, what, what, I, uh, what sort of lineup are you expecting, and what sort of formation are you expecting? You think they'll go back to that? I, I know he's definitely trying to get to a four-three-three. Yeah, I, I think if El Nenny's back, um, even if El Nenny wasn't back, I, th I think we we'd go with a four tonight. I, I think going forward, that's what. Who's in your four? Uh, Bellerin holding Gabriel Tierney. I don't think it can be anyone else, really. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Ainsley Maitland-Niles as you know has, has looked good when he's had a few chances, but Bellerin's not getting dropped because Bellerin, week by week, is got looking better. He's got news. 
<laughs> he probably well, has. He's a better footballer <laughs> than Ainsley. Might uh, uh, Ainsley. He's just a better uh, footballer. No, that's, that's, that's that's completely debatable, man. Um, uh, no, let's man. let's not let's not spend, let's not, let's not spend time on that though. I mean, I no. I I I I get why you you have that opinion. Um, I just think it is definitely subjective and definitely debatable. But I don't know if we've got the time to, to squander. But um. I think Bellerin's in there because week by week he he I do think he is looking slightly better. Um and he's made some real real key passes and a couple of real good bursts in the last few games. He played the pass um, of the game against oh, Leeds, oh, but Saka didn't Steve, finish it, did he? Steve, we're gonna run out of time before the team yeah. news comes out. So you've gone for your so, back four. Who are you going for? I'm going Elneny, Xhaka and Sabios. I think Elneny will come straight back Oof. in. I'd like I'd rather Willock in there. I, uh, I would I would uh, I was kind of hoping Party was going to be fit. I was really hoping he'd be fit, but I'm not an Elneny fan. I'm not a Xhaka fan. I do like Danny Ceballos. We're just going to go with the best that we've got, and, and hopefully they'll, you know, they'll perform. At a good... Listen, they've both become more assured and, and less prone to mistakes. Yeah, so I, I think we've got a tough one tonight. I really do. Really and Mike, um, who who would you have? What what's your four, if we if we if we assume it's a four three three, and uh, who who would you have at the forward line? And of that mixture of of midfield players, what would you prefer? Um, in the midfield, I think Shaka is an automatic. If he's fit, I think he's playing. I know that there's a lot of people who will disagree with me. I I think it's ironic that we've had so many managers and Shaka has been the consistent in the squad. There's a reason for that. Right. I think it's, it's yeah. just the best we got right now in that position, Mike. And and that's fine. Right. But I think mm. that there's so much stick that he gets for not being good enough. Right. Ainsley Menton Niles, for example, is a natural midfielder. Right. But if he was so good and Shaka is so bad, why isn't Maitland Niles being played at his natural position? True. He has no distribution is poor because his distribution is really poor. And there you go. Right. But so I, I think Shaka being fit is more likely going to start uh, day in Agreed. day out. I think Ceballos is going to start. I think he's he's considered our uh, creative midfielder, but I he, he's the only guy that looks forward. He is, but he's the only he's guy just... that looks to play the ball forward, and that's why the guys like Abamyang Saka, all our forward players are underperforming. They're not getting the ball quick enough. Mem, let Mike do his forward. Sorry, line. mate. No, that's fine. Um, and then <laughs> just adding so to your think... comments. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just adding to it. Sorry. No, that's fine. I appreciate sure. it. Uh, so Shaka Sabios, I think, in the midfield. Uh, I would like to see Willock in there. Um, I think he gives us a little bit more going forward. Uh, he seems to be that guy who's not afraid to go at defenders. Um, he takes risks, sometimes takes risks that he shouldn't take, but we don't have anyone else that takes those risks, uh, at least coming from the midfield. He also gives us that player that makes those late runs into the box that could give us a goal from the midfield, which we don't have today. Um up front, I think it's it's most likely going to be Obama Yang, Lacazette, and William. Um, I, I don't you say again, that. Don't, sorry, but you say that in a real resigned manner, mate. Well, <laughs> oh, wow. I, I don't. I, I would prefer to see Willock or Saka in there, just because I think he gives us a little bit more going forward. But I, with his injury, I wouldn't be surprised. So I guess I can bring up the starting eleven if you want here. Yeah, if you yeah. can't play. Uh, yeah. Any of you guys think Reese Nelson deserves a Premier League start? Before we start, before we, we go into looking at the team, um, rest in peace, Papa Diop. Um, he's just died. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah. Is that the West Ham player? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Was it? Oh. No, no, no he's, he's still playing. He's, there was he's another not one
Sorry, was it Fulham? Fulham. Jesus. Right. Okay, let's have a They're look at this. They're dropping like flies, mate, of late. They really are. It wasn't West Ham, yeah. yeah. Here you go, so, guys. We'll we'll the there got... you go, fellas. Leno, Bellerin, oh, Louise, Gabriel, Tierney, Saka's exactly in. what you said. Sabias, Shaka, and Willock. Excellent. Willian, I don't think we had an option but to play Willian. Um, Abamyang through the centre by the looks of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is, is Nelson on the bench? Is Nelson yes, at least on the bench? The bench? Yeah, he, yes. he, he is on the bench. He is on the bench. Uh, um, yeah, got it. Saka starting, I think, is fantastic to but a he's certain degree. playing five again. No, no, no. So no he's playing a four. No way. He's playing guaranteed. I wanted to bring this up earlier. Just one thing, one thing I want to just point out. So what I've noticed this year is with the lineup. Oh no, it's just me again. <laughs> um, so bring bring the lineup back on, Fergus. Will it's better in a free. Uh, so so the thing, the way to the way to realize what what they're doing is if it's a back three, it will generally go goalkeeper, then centre back, centre back, centre back, and then across the four, it will so it will be Bellerin, Sabios, Shaka, and then maybe Tierney or Saka, whoever's playing at the wing back. It normally goes three, then the four. And then whoever's up top. So on the weekend, uh, sorry, not on the weekend, on Thursday, it had Bellerin, David Luiz, uh, whoever it was that started. And then it had the four across the middle. So you could see where the two wingers were playing. So there, there is a way that Arsenal put out put out the team sheets that you can notice whether or not it's a, a three on paper or a four on paper. If it's a three, it starts with the three centre-backs. If it's a four, it will go, always go with the, the right back first. So just so something you... to... So four three four yeah four, four three, three, three three yeah. Willock is better in a three. I, I do believe yeah. Willock is better in a three. Gives him a bit more freedom to to, to make those he forward plays, birds, He yeah. plays in that like eight to ten role, doesn't he? He's not quite a ten, mm. but he's not quite an eight sort yeah. of thing. So, yeah. so yeah. That, that, does that mean Young Sack is going to be more advanced as well? If, if yeah. it's a four three three, yes. But I I'm still uh, of the opinion that I think it's going to end up being. Uh, either a, a three five or three four three almost. It might it might go that way forward mm. and without the ball, we're in a five. I, I would yeah, be very high. surprised, especially with or seven uh, Trare uh, down the wing. His pace, I'd be very surprised if he if he reverted to a four, given their pace on the wings here. Well, also no notice there quickly. Sorry, Mike. It says David Luiz is alongside Gabriel, so I think that indicates that on paper we're starting with a four. Because he's he's alongside Gabriel, meaning he's partner partnering Gabriel. I hope you're right. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> so based on that lineup, guys, uh, what are we expecting? Um, my prediction before any lineup. Oh, let me take that off again. My prediction before any lineup was um, for it to be two-one to Arsenal. I don't see us as a, a free-scoring side at the minute, and uh, I don't think we we score loads of goals. Defensively, I, I, I've gone one because I've I just think that we we're always capable of leaking a goal, uh, either with David Luiz on the pitch or the keeper or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm still sticking with two one. Mike, what do you what do you reckon on on predictions for the game? Uh, our last two games against Wolves with uh, Nunes Felipe Santo as the manager, we tied one one at home. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it went down the same path. Uh, Wolves haven't had the most amazing run of games recently. Uh, I was going to say two to one as well. I just can't get myself to predict 
a negative result for the Arsenal. <laughs> um, but it's a good thing. Uh, I guess my heart says two to one for Arsenal. My head says one to one. <laughs> okay, ma'am. Um, I, I, honestly, at the top of the show, I don't know if we was chatting about it before or, or just at the start of the show. I'm just praying we score, guys. It's been a while, yeah. It's been a while. I think we're up against it tonight because they haven't won. They're going to be up and hungry for it. I do not like this 7-15. Oh, I'd actually be quite happy to come away with a draw. And I hope it's a one-all draw because I just really need us to score a goal today, tonight. We're 14th in the league. That don't matter to me so much right now, mate. There's a long way to go as of yet. I know we need to win, but I know we need the three points. I, I, I do get it. But right now, I think the form of the front... We need to get a goal. We need to, a performance. We need to see some energy um, injected back into the team morale. You know, try and lift the confidence. Uh, we need a performance a draw, tonight. A, a draw means we're 14th in the league. I get that. I, I, I get yeah, that. that. Where a win puts us up to, where's that, 17 points. Uh, no, I truly points. hope we win. I truly hope you're right. You know, we win 2-1. I, re I really, truly hope. But just the way we've been playing of late, um, just makes me a little bit nervous, and the timing of the match. And it's, it's I mean, I hate Thursday night. I hate Thursday football. I hate it. Yeah, I used to take the piss out of all of them for donkeys years, and we've been we've been at it now for ourselves for a few years. Yeah, I hate Thursday football. And this is the upshot. Thursday foot. This tonight is an upshot of bloody Thursday football. But anyway, um, I honestly can't see, and I'll never say this, Ferg. You know what I'm normally like. I can't see how we come away with a win from Wolves tonight, I'm afraid to say. Uh, you know, I hope I'm proven wrong. But I, I believe we can get a draw. Don't get me wrong. I still think any kind of positive result tonight is, is, is good. 3-0 and we're sick. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we'll go to seventh on, on goal difference if we nick it narrowly. 3-0 won't get us sixth. Who, who was sixth? West Ham, right? Everton. Everton are six. Everything's plus two, and we are negative one. Minus one. So, so we go plus, plus two. two. Yeah, three nil. Three nil could get a sixth. Alphabetically, we'd go sixth. Yeah, but I, I, th I think no. But that, I, I think the second tiebreaker is goal scored, and we only have nine. Everything is not goal conceded. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I think it's goal scored, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But either yeah, way, I, I, a three, a, a win puts us further up the table. Yeah. So I think the whole fourteenth aspect. Yes, it looks terrible on paper, but I don't think it's as it doesn't it's tell not a the great story teller at the moment because there's a it, there's a small but, gap. But it's it's important to keep in touch. Look, I thought at the start of the season that uh, top four was definitely uh, a, a possibility. It's looking less likely. Potsy has said seventh or eighth, maybe sixth at tops. Um, mm, but uh, you know, you know, I still think if we can win today and keep in touch. That, that top four in Champions League football, which we do need and get away from the Thursday night football massively and Sundays, it, it, it's massively open. The league is all over the place. Like, Christ's sake, mm -hmm. one of the worst teams in the country on top of the league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I You're right. it's unrealistic. Uh, Our need is great. You're absolutely right. I do hope and pray we really do need the three points. I just, I just feel at the moment the way things are going for us at the moment up front, up top. I don't know. We just, just the create, just the energies. Forget about this guy in the middle of the pitch threading the ball through. Let's just get down the sides and cross some balls in, and get some fellas into the box. Yeah, because 
it actually works. It's a really easy way of scoring a goal, and I'd love to see a score a goal tonight. How many hours has it been since we last scored in the Prem? Well, the, the last goal we scored was a penalty, and that was that was um, uh, a Bamiyang against Man United. How many games? That's mate. That's we're, we're oh mate. That's embarrassing. It really is bad. That's that's really poor. I, I think. Yeah, I think I think two one. I I was thinking two one, but I did want to wait for the lineup. <laughs> um, I I I think we saw I think we saw enough spark in the second half at Leeds. Just a moment, and I I think Nelson coming on, Saka coming on. I think, and and I I think we you know there was a couple of comments we did completely miss the Pepe talk earlier on, but I think when Pepe went off, I think if he stayed on that pitch. I think we could have won at Leeds. I just think there was a not there was there was a spark there in that second half. We were down to ten men, and I don't I don't think it was as doom and gloom as some people made out last week. Um, and I just think tonight, I think we've got Willock and Sabios in that midfield. So if if I mean David Luiz in a four scares me a little bit. Sabios, so, but, um, so but oh, in the last game was given balls away for, for for like for Christmas, like you know, yeah, it was. Yeah, but it, I, I think he he yeah. was the player though that seemed to be the one that was looking for something, and and I think you know we we sometimes touch back and talk about Alexis Sanchez being that person. Yes, he lost the ball so much, but he was always trying to make that ball. And but the difference one is, else... hold on, Steve. I, sorry to interrupt you. The difference is Alexis Sanchez was making that. Uh, risky pass in our final third yeah granted, is granted. doing it further down the pitch and the thing that mm-hmm. drives me crazy is our mindset is that Sabios is our, our is our creative players our offensive player which on paper he is but he's playing the same role that Santi Cazorla played for Arsenal think back with Santi Cazorla mm-hmm. Santi Cazorla would would find his way out of yes. you know three players at the edge of our box and pick a 30 yard pass and send us different on level player Mike Sabios yeah. is is a grittier player defensively, but yes. he's not very he's not creative as as... because he's not able to make that pass mm-hmm. and no. take three or four players out of the play this in is, one shot. This is what I was saying to Mike on Friday. I was over on the Ars Bros and I was saying the thing I like about Tobias and the, the thing I do think he adds, he does add that grit and he has that tenacity in the middle of the park. And he's not as I, I don't think he's as good as a lot of people make him out to be, but I think he adds something and he is worth, you know, he has a place in the team. And I think he does put a foot in. It may not be a great challenge, but he puts a fit in foot in. He tries to make Z- things messy. Yeah. Zidane is giving us a bias and a buy no. uh, try it and buy it. Yeah. I think both the lads are bang on with Sabios. Yeah. He's but nowhere I, I, near Santi Cazola's level. Nowhere near his I, level. I just okay? yeah. But, but um, he's the best we got. He's the only one yeah. that looks forward, lads, isn't he? Though he's the only one. Not that he looks and he's forward, mobile enough to move forward. To play That's forward. I like forward. About him as well. I Sorry, like the mate? fact that he's. Mo- I like the fact that he's mobile enough to move the ball and burst forward. He is a decent um, player. You've and I think that with, that with Willock, I think I think him with Willock, I, I, Jack is not going to go forward. So if Jacka can really hold his own and control that midfield along with David Luiz, because David Luiz is going to be picking passes as well, and I think that might be a reason why he's there, simply because he adds that extra bit of his game to. You know, we've got four at the back, but he also has that extra ball playing ability. Um, so I think with Xhaka, uh, sorry, with Sabias and Willock in there, Saka up top, Williams gonna just Williams gonna do what he's do, gonna do. Um, I would have rather seen Nelson start, but I, I think again, yes. if he's not pulling his weight, he'll be off at half time, and I think we'll try Nelson. So I think we've got enough in the tank if we can keep our shape defensively. I, I, and really, I, I think, I think you have think to have. Uh, I think you have to have William on 
in place of Nelson, just for some experience in there as well. Yes, um, yeah, but at the he, same time, he's, form he's, 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 he's got so much. He's got so much Premier League experience uh, uh, with Chelsea as well. So you know, yeah, he hasn't been great. I haven't been hugely You'd like overwhelmed. To think he's going to come good. You'd like to yes. think he'll come good, Ferg, because he is a class player. Well, was a class player, but I'm getting a little bit. I'm getting a little bit tired of Chelsea's castoffs now, guys. As well, I'm telling you, he, he's now one of I don't know how many we've had that have been totally, I, I totally still, wrong for us. I still do think though, William William signing made more sense than the Czech and the and the David Luiz one, definitely. And I think, and I was saying to to Mike, a lot of people say about the three year deal thing. I still think we gave him a three year deal because if he is terrible this year, he has some sell on value. Whether that's two million, two and a half, three million, if someone comes in from China, we can get something for him because he's got two years left on a contract. Mm. But I, I just mm. I just hope he has a good game, boys. And I, I it's half it's half past like six. They all do. I need to have some food and then the uh, settle in. down and, and, and yeah. watch the game. Oh, a bit steep. The <laughs> They're already in. Don't you worry about that at all. <laughs> Boston, um, just turn around. What name will we got in the back of that shirt? Because it does remind me of Santi Gazzola. Do you have There's a name, no on, the name on this one? I get, a, no? I get a name on every single kit and this one I did not. As soon as I see pulled that? it out of the drawer, what's the first name that comes to mind when I see this kit? RVP at Barcelona. Yes. <laughs> and when I pulled it out of the drawer, I was like, what name did I get on this? And I was like, oh, no name. But I always get Henri on every one of my kits. I don't think I have one that doesn't have his name, except the one that I had was the white long sleeve Arsenal kit. I had Fabregas on it. And then when yeah. he the, left, the stripey one, I, the pinstripe. Yeah, I donated it because I was upset that he left. So I only get Henri on every kit now. In, in fairness, um, most of my shirts and quite a few colleagues as well, I took out to Africa and gave them to a lot of kids, including nice. the Herbert Chapman one, uh, Herbert Chapman one, which is probably going to be a little bit of a collector's item now. But um, my friend in China produces some really good crackers. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got all three this year. Uh, Mike, thanks very much for joining us. Um, by the way, the wall behind you, you need to paint. It, it, it's got sponsorship on there by StreamYard. So. Oh, yeah. I'll fix that. Hold on. has been out with the crayons. Santi, yeah, yeah. right on the wall again. Mm-hmm. That's it. Good You're on one. it. Bang on. Uh, Mem, I, I shall speak Thank to you, you, I'm sure, tomorrow. We'll go through the game, but thanks for joining us. Steve, as always, a bit of pleasure. Um you have been watching uh, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Uh, if you like what we do, click on the bell on YouTube, uh, subscribe to us on uh, Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, we're on Instagram. We're all over the place. We're everywhere. We don't do very good with it, but we're everywhere. <laughs> so only one last thing to say, people. Up the arse. You've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too.